Hello and welcome to episode four of Pillow Thoughts Podcast UK. Today I'll be your host James and I am joined with Mr. Jacob Knight. Hello. I'm also joined with Mr. Matty Donaldson. Wagwan. And of course, Mr. John Allen. Hey. How are you all doing, boys? Very good. 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 Very good. Very good. good. Good, good. Okay. Jacob, what have you been up to this week? Uh, <clears throat> can't say that I've really done much this week, to be honest with you. It's been one of the laziest bloody weeks that I've had. <laughs> like Same. <laughs> Not been watching anything interesting on Netflix or anything like that? Well, I watched. I finished Tiger King yesterday. Wait, hey. uh, uh, I don't. I still don't know many of the characters' names or anything like that. So I'm going to be shit at this quiz, but <laughs> give it a go. Good. It's all inclusive. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, we're an inclusive little family here on Pillow Thoughts. Yeah, Matty, how's your week been? It's been good, actually. Pretty good. Um, aside from work, uh, I've been smashing Apex. So anyone who's got a PS4, who wants to add me, it's MattyD underscore 1994. No, no, Joe. <clears throat> you are? Matty, I, I was really considering getting a like just a second-hand PS4 or something because I was like, I really just want to play some games with somebody. And I thought there's one person I know would be really willing to would be Matty. But... Yeah, <sighs> Do it, do it. Um, yeah, do it. Yeah, uh, smashing the PS4. Not literally. <laughs> my, my PS4 is still in good, healthy condition. Um, good. Name again, Matty, so everyone can get it. Matty D underscore nineteen ninety four. There you go. We can we can always like write it in um, if we when we put the post up about what we're doing. Of course. Indeed we can. And other than that, um, you know, I can say this week that I've done a bit of guitar for like the first time in like three weeks. Wow. Um, so the other guys, after hearing them being like, I did guitar, some guitar this week, I was like, wow, Matt, shit, you are properly lapsing. So get your ass into gear. Get a shift. <laughs> get a shift on the six strings. Um <laughs> And yeah, aside aside from that, um, the only other productive thing I've been doing, which I guess is the important productive thing, is writing this gosh darn book and grammar checking it. So very, very nice. Yeah, Matty, you are now our only key worker in the group. The rest of us are all furloughed now. Rip. Yeah, <laughs> rip. <laughs> we, we no longer have that diversity within the group. Shit, man. I know. Yeah. Only hey. one active member left. Did did I... they did they at least do it kindly? Were they like, look, Mister Noble, um, it's going to be really shit, but we're going to have to furlough. Or did they literally just say, don't bother doing any work? Because you're obviously working from home anyway, so how did they break that to you? Uh, it was it was done by video call, but um, yeah, it was it was genuinely broke down kindly, but um, yeah, it was, it was one of those like, let me save you some of the whole, you know, like feelings. 
Yeah. Uh, but to be fair, like on both parties, everybody was pretty cool about it and it was all good and it's all understandable. Um, so yeah, like, you know, it's, it's all good, but they, yeah, they did. They did. They, they did give you like, um, a time or is it just like an indefinite thing? Like, um, they said you're like, you're on furlough for like two, the next two months or is it just as and when? At the moment, it's until the 31st of May, but right. government have recently extended the funding for a month. And um, yeah, so it could possibly be longer, but at the moment, uh, I've been told until May, well, at the end of May. Fingers crossed then, huh? Well, to be fair, they, they, you know, they did say that they could call us back at any time with 48 hours notice. So oh, well. there's that, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> You, you might just be sidelined for a couple of weeks and then you never know. They might be like, oh, shit, we've got to do something. <laughs> oh, to be honest, I'm there. <laughs> Get the main man in. Boom. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that's that's me and our lack of diversity within the group. <laughs> oh, You are our hero. Yes. I, I was <laughs> a hero before, but I'll take it. Take it again. Uh, take it again. And- and before I uh, go on to Johnny, I just want to quickly ask a, a piece of information that everybody needs to know in their life. What, what is Booker's stock situation on Hansan at the moment? Um, <laughs> the in supply? So, <laughs> Please. He is, he is the truth, right? Um, the truth. We never originally stocked, like, the hand sanitizer you would imagine getting like the gel stuff from like carex or stuff it it we we've never stocked it so um what we did have was more like soap than what you would class as hand sanitizer um but the uh company top dogs were sending out pallets to certain branches in the um in those early days and um there was discussions that we were going to get some but they were like uh oh, we know carlisle's got um got a confirmed case now but you ain't getting one because you won't sell them that's what they said to us <laughs> wow so, oh my god um and then and then uh we got like obviously the old fabled vegan Hansan. <laughs> um but the so so this isn't hand sanitizer, right? Some soap came in yesterday. Right. Um and we were all like, what the hell is this? So it was like your standard bottle of like the blue stuff. Can you remember the ones you used to use in like primary school? That blue. Oh yeah, soap. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was yeah. basically that right, but you know, like fruit shoot bottle caps. All right. Yeah, bro. It was soap that had fruit shoot bottle caps. Right. I'm not joking. What? Yeah, yeah. And this is funny because it it came after Donald Trump said we should all ingest disinfectant. <laughs> <laughs> A shot of dental. And yeah, we're all bro. sorted, bro. So, <laughs> so we were like, when we were handing them out to customers, we were just like. This might sound really stupid, but this is going to come with an obligatory verbal warning. Don't drink it. 
<laughs> so, yeah, there you go. That's the that's the truth. Very nice. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> and of course, Mr. John, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm a lot like Jacob. I've just had the most laziest week going. Aside from like, you know, your average uh, bike rides, going for walks and shit. Um, aside from that, like thing, things are starting to break down. Used to used to spend a lot of the morning making breakfast and now I just sit over a burning pan individually making bacon. And while I'm eating one slice, the other is being prepared. So it's it's all it's all just starting to go downhill. Then again, I could still go for another three weeks. I wouldn't mind it. It's not the worst way to start a morning. But um, I was I was upstairs before. A lot like Matty, I was uh, doing some book stuff. Yeah, I was piece. Yeah, man, piecing together some of chapter five, just sorting some things out. And he had the cat sitting on my lap, and I thought, right, give her a nice little stroke. She coughed in my face. Oh God! And I thought, oh, oh shit! (laughs) You've heard two cats in New York. They've two cats in New York have been confirmed recovered, and she full on coughed in my face. (laughs) I was like, you can get out of the room right now. And she's right next to me as well, which is, um, but she hasn't coughed in a little while. But yeah, listening some. Brooks and Dunn. Um, went for a bit of a swim in River Eden as well. Well, I say I went for a swim. I went up to my ankles. Because <laughs> <laughs> that shit cold. You know, it was really nice on, uh, was it Wednesday? A really nice day. And uh, yeah, we just, just went out up to the river. But still, river's far too cold for that shit. But yeah. Very good. That's what I've been up to. Very good. Have you been watching any TV or anything like that? Any Netflix? Oh, yes. Yes, I have. Right. Now, this is something I was going to recommend to Matty, actually. So uh, I might as well recommend you it now. But I've been watching Money Heist on Netflix. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That, like, I don't normally enjoy things like that. It's a Spanish... It's just a Spanish series about a bank robbery called La, La Casa de Papel, if I'm saying that right. But if you like um, Death Note, which I know you definitely did in school, and a bit of you know uh, bank robbery, it's just right up uh, anyone's street who likes that kind of stuff. It's been so good. I'm already up on to uh, part three, and each episode is like an hour long, 12 episodes uh a series, but bro, it's it's honestly, it's one of the best things I'm watching at the moment. Money heist. Very good recommendation of the week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And on that note, Mister Mister Allen, are you ready to give us your quiz of the week? Oh, ready is a loaded word. Because I was, I was at two o'clock thinking, oh shit, I've got to make a game, don't I? <laughs> so here we go. This is my um, ragtag 
quiz that I have prepared for you, boys. And it is literally just a collaboration of um, the three games we've already played in the past. And it's all merged into one for the Tiger King quiz. Now, there is not a specific rule set. You, you'll, you'll literally have to roll with it. But you'll, you'll, you'll catch the drift as we're going through. Okay. So are we ready? Ready. Ready. Lovely. Good. Good. Now, I'm going to start off with a nice easy one. And if anybody gets this wrong, please leave the chat. Complete the saying. Carol blank Baskin. Carol fucking Baskin, fucking bitch. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go right. So I'm assuming that's Matty's answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. I, I don't think I'll write that down. Um, Jacob. <laughs> well, it's, it's Carol fucking Baskin. <laughs> right. This I knew this one would be easy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> James. It's that bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> So are you, are you, oh, are you James, saying bitch? James, you, you fucked that up there. Oh no. It's Carol something Baskin. Oh shit. Yes. Carol fucking Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. It's it's obviously a clean sweep for the boys. One one point each. Starting Woo! off a fire. Alright, now let's let's bring this back to episode one. How many bones in a tiger? <laughs> Fuck me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm pleased I did, uh, didn't mention a tiger in episode one, but since we've all got a bit of, um, we've all got a bit of bone knowledge going on now. So, obviously, we're all, we'll all remember how many bones a cat had from episode one, right? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what do you think? How many bones in a tiger? I'm going to go for James. 350. 350 bones? Yep. Generous. <coughs> Matty? Um, shit. Shit. <laughs> Two, and there's nothing two. to go by either. Um, two what? If ah oh shit, two, screw it. Two two hundred and forty. Two hundred and forty. Yeah. Sounding, we're all sounding very enthusiastic for question two. Jacob. Uh, let's see. I was going to say three hundred and fifty-two, but then Jim said three hundred and fifty. Um... <laughs> Well, that's two off. If you if you go three hundred and fifty two and it's three hundred and fifty two, then you're banning that. I'll go three hundred and fifty two. Let's go for it. Oh my god, <laughs> you're going to make James absolutely steam. <laughs> so it's four hundred and thirty two, which means Whoa. Jacob's Jacob's the closest by an additional two bones. <laughs> <laughs> Can can I have half a point for convincing you to go that with that? Yeah, I'll, give you, I'll give you half of my point with that, Matty. You're a hero. Oh, Christ, now, now I've got to 
Oh my god. This this just oh, okay. Go on, games master. Okay. So you've not done your own rules. We'll make our own. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> All right. Now this one is related to the Taking doc- documentary as well. Um, let's see if you paid attention to this one number. How much does Joe Exotic sell his Tiger Cubs for? Oh, um, Go for the closest. Closest number wins. Oh, this is hard because I remember watching it now and there was one where it was like, oh, this will get me 3,000. But then there was a white Tiger Cub that was like 5K. Mm, let's just talk for normal Tigers. Uh, I'm going to say 3K. $3,000. Now, this obviously translates back to the second game. The price is wrong. But, Mai, what do you think? Um, three and a half. Three and a half thousand dollars. James, what do you think? I think four. Four. Interesting. It is a very small detail to pick up, like. But um, Jacob takes home the tiger money. We're being absolutely bang on at three thousand dollars. GG, man. GG. So Jacob's Jacob's flying at the moment. This could be his first ever game <laughs> win. Two and a half points. Two and a half points. Just one point in the lead. All right. Now. <laughs> question number. Question number four. Who killed Don Lewis? Quest, question number four. Yeah, man. Who killed Don Lewis? Don Lewis? Who killed Don Lewis? Baskin's ex-husband. R.I.P. Yeah, but then... You, so you know what I mean? Yeah, but then isn't that Carol Baskin? Because they're saying that the fe- she fed it, uh, him to the Tigers. Is that is that your Ooh. final answer? Jacob, are you going for the classic? Yeah. Carol Baskin killed her husband, yeah. whacked him. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Matty? Um, I'm going to go with the technical nobody knows. Nobody knows. Because he was... Um, I can't remember what the term was, but it's a term for if you're missing for so, so long, they pronounce you dead, whether you're dead or not. I can't remember what it's called, but obviously because he went missing for a long time. Yeah, mm. there's there's no guarantee that she did it, so I'm going to say no one knows. Ooh, okie dokie, James. Oh well, I mean, it, ah, oh, I mean, it all screams insurance scam. But personally, I think Carol killed him. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like pinned up against the wall here, so I've got to have like the final say in order to deliver the points out correctly. Um, but I'm trying to see, yeah, I'm seeing where Matty comes from because obviously nobody knows. And if she was like convicted, then it obviously would be 
Carol Baskin. Well, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that one to to Matty because yes, nobody does know. There's, there's no, there's no evidence that would suggest that he's actually dead, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, who knows? Okay. Next question. Go. Next question. Question number five. What is the meaning of life? Oh wait, wrong line. Forty-two. <laughs> well done. Yes. Another point. Next question. <laughs> That's right. not even correct. Go. Question number five. How many years has Joe Exotic been sentenced to? To the closest year. Now, 22. In... 20, it yeah, is 22, 22, though. They threatened him with... It was. I think they threatened him with 79 or something, right? But they gave him 22. Bloody hell. They'll make him 77 before he gets out. But... If you're all in agreement, that is a clean sweep, my dudes. You're all bang on. So we have. That's me sound effecting, putting us a nice little point next to your names. Okay. Now, a nice, easy little question six and the final question. Okay. Now, coming back to uh, Tiger. Um, body, whatever the word is, analogy, anatomy, anatomy. That's it, my thank you. Okay, <laughs> bringing it back to the tiger anatomy. Now, how many teeth does a tiger have? To the closest number, of course. What are we thinking? I'm going to go for. Jacob, to answer first for this. 56. 56 teeth? Jesus. Are you calling tigers greedy? <laughs> yeah. My? Um, going to be higher or is it going to be lower? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say in fact James will probably go lower, so I'm gonna go higher and say it's sixty in the sixty teeth. Sixty teeth. Interesting. All right. James? I'm gonna guess forty four. Forty four? Yeah. Okie dokie. All right. Well, a tiger actually has thirty teeth. Which means James was the closest. Woo-hoo! Which concludes our Tiger King quiz and Tiger Anatomy game, leaving Jacob and Matty in joint first place with three and a half points each, and James with three points. Woo-hoo! <laughs> very nice. Okay, thank you very much, John. And next up, we have a special guest. Ooh. Ooh. Who is it? Wow. This person actually used to work for Carol Baskin's Wildlife Oh, the ex-husband has come back to fucking life and he's come on this podcast. (laughs) This is a Pillow Thought exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. It is. He's coming to tell us who really killed him. Oh, wait, no, that can't be right. (laughs) 
So without further ado, our very first Pillow Thoughts podcast guest in this Tiger King exclusive, who previously worked with Carol Baskin at the Big Cat Rescue. Uh, today, we have a few questions for her. Uh, she's on the line. <laughs> Thank you very much, mysterious guest. <laughs> Question number one for you uh, is, firstly, have you watched the Tiger King documentary on Netflix? I did. Um, when the lockdown went down, I watched it with my partner, um, sort of binge watched it over a few days. A few hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose you could say that, yeah. It's, a, it's very binge-worthy content, especially when people have nothing else to do. Yeah. I think that's why it's been so popular, is you're like, hey, this is something to watch while I waste my time waiting to <laughs> life be normal again, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. They, they definitely timed that perfectly. And my next... Yeah, yeah definitely. And my next question for you is, how long did you uh, volunteer at the Big Cat Rescue? I volunteered there for three months. Fantastic. And what did you enjoy about being uh, at the Big Cat Rescue? And what did you enjoy during your time there? Um, the people, you know, the people were nice. Um, I was enjoying, like, sort of being up up close and personal with the cats, so to speak. You know, quite right next to them, I suppose. You could take, like, pictures and things. Took part in sort of veterinary procedures and things like that. So, and doing tours and things like that. So, we got to meet a lot of interesting people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can I can imagine, and we all can from watching the show that there were some very interesting characters out and about. Oh yeah, I won't go into anything. I'm not going <laughs> to talk about anyone in particular. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next question for you is: Were you aware of the star of the show of Tiger King, Mister Joe Exotic, and uh, also how were you aware of him? If you were aware of him, like, did Carol ever mention him? Um, so I knew about him from, well, from two sources. Um, Carol does her, you know, her, um, Hey You Cats and Kittens videos. <laughs> um, <laughs> I used to sort of be subscribed to them on Facebook, so I'd see her face pop up and she'd start talking and all that stuff. And I think the most recent one I saw was her saying that he'd been arrested for hiring a hitman for her. So, um, before that, oh, I mean, after that, maybe even, because I think we saw it afterwards. Um, Louis Theroux did a documentary on him and went to visit his zoo as well. All right, so okay. kind of famous in that way. <laughs> it was fun watching Louis Theroux panic and sort of, you could just see the terror on his face when he was interacting with him. <laughs> <laughs> Were there ever any mentions during your actual time volunteering of Joe? I don't think so. I think there was a different, was it? Was it tigers and bears or tigers and leopards? It was somebody else was the uh, the focus of Carol's ire at the time for cub petting and things. I think she moved on from Joe. Ah, right. Okay. Okay. Um, and the next question is, did you ever actually go and visit the GW Zoo? So that's Joe's Park. In Oklahoma? No, I did not. Okay. And then uh, my, my next question is, do you think the theories about Carol's late husband, Don's disappearance are true? Uh, right. Um, I don't really know. Like, I When I went there, I didn't know anything about it, came back, read up on it very briefly, and then saw the Tiger King documentary, and it's questionable. So I, I don't really have a definite answer, but it's something to think about, definitely. Was Don around when you were volunteering, or...? Oh, no, I was back in 1997 when he disappeared. I was volunteering in 2015. Ah, okay, okay. 
So I I only knew like Howard, like I met Howard, but I didn't know about the other guy. He he seems a bit creepy. <laughs> the, the, there's there's a part in um the the documentary where she says she doesn't generally notice volunteers until they've been there for about five years. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, she was rarely like she was sort of in the background videoing stuff, but I wouldn't be surprised if she wouldn't remember who I was. <laughs> <laughs> And and well, how did you go about like actually volunteering then? Well, I found out about it from a work colleague in the NHS. I was sick of my like IT job on the NHS, so I was like, all right, I'll go off and do something in America. So I was like, he keeps saying this place is amazing and he wants to work there all the time. So I sort of signed up that way. Had a Skype interview where basically uh, they were just saying, you know, uh, we're not going to like look after you like you're a kid. I think they've had some people over there that think that they're going to be looked after, like not wash their own clothes and things. Um, that was mainly what she asked about rather than stuff to do with the cats. Um, I think that's probably just from bad experiences in the past. Um, and then I just sort of went over there. I got given a letter to give to um, customs when I arrived in case there was any problems because they're like, I don't know why you're here. They're very... Uh, you know, America's very tight-lipped on that kind of thing. They'll stop oh, you yeah. and take your fingerprints and everything. Um, oh, they've done, they've done that to me as well once. Oh, yeah, they did that, they did that when I was like eight years old. I was panicked to hell. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, they're like, look at the camera. We've got to, I mean, it, I guess it's efficient, but it's still that great. Like one of the interns that um, I went, like that uh, I knew from the UK actually got deported. <laughs> oh my god customs didn't like him so they got you know they deported him back and then he was allowed to come back later on so oh my like god yeah um he was all right in the end though he did he did come back eventually he just got kicked out for a bit so fun all right wow wow mm-hmm. um is, is there any other memorable experiences or noteworthy experiences of mentioning during your time at carol's uh oh. wild fact I was thinking of one that's not necessarily to do with the cats, but with the tours. That's you know, it's, it's one of those horrible moments where you're like, "Why me?" and it's kind of like a nightmare, but in real <laughs> life. Um, so I gave a tour. We had to do like three tours a day on Saturday and Sunday. At one point, I was the only intern in, so I was doing like three tours a day. It was like two hours. What was it? Four hours of talking or something. But one wonderful time, I had this larger lady who. Ooh. Um, you could have an option of having like a golf cart where people like larger people who can't make the trip around the uh, the place could be ferried around um, but she wasn't in this case um, her and her partner were walking around and uh, halfway through oh I'm, ha- I'm hating reliving this um, <laughs> halfway through, she comes up to me and goes hey um, I'm really not feeling very well do you have a toilet nearby and luckily we were near well, I say I say luckily, but we weren't lucky. But there was a bit nearby where the intern stayed for lunch, and there were toilets in there. So I went, go in there. She didn't make it and started oh. loudly hurling on the floor. Oh <laughs> no! Yeah, yeah, loudly throwing up. Um, I was trying to like talk over it and you know play some audio clips about the cats like stories <laughs> before they showed up. It was so awful. Um, and then later, she insisted on staying. She was like, oh, no, I'm fine now. And so she just... And then for the rest of the tour, it was fine. 
She was fine. She wasn't sick again. Oh. She was asking loads of questions. She was really enthusiastic. And then I went and basically showed up in the in the bit after and told everyone, you know, what had happened. And they were all like, oh. Jesus Christ. And then, and then uh, the lady in charge went, go and, go and, like, get rid of the sick. And I was like, yeah, all right. Okay. So oh, then... no. <laughs> I can just imagine her just being sick and you're like, please avert your attention. I am playing audio clips of tigers. <laughs> please, no. <laughs> Uh, other than that, I used to just get asked where I was from. That was the number one question that I got. <laughs> They're like, Very oh, nothing about the cats. Just where are you from? Um, and then I also got there was like a weird joke where they'd say, "Are you from Alabama?" To me, like a lot of the Americans did, and I was like, "No." And I was like, "I didn't understand why that was like funny." <laughs> I couldn't figure out why. That was funny. I was like, why is that funny? I don't understand. Um, but oh. yeah, it was, a, it was it was great. I'm trying to think of another instance that was awful. Would, you, would like, you from tours or something? Would you would you go again? No. You wouldn't. No. Too tiring. It was like ten to twelve hour days and one day off a week. And I was shattered all the time. I'd spend most of the day off just sleeping. Surely if you were a volunteer you could just be like, I've had enough. I'm gonna yeah, go to the shop. I could leave any time that I wanted to, but I kinda of wanted like to test my endurance, I suppose, and be like, now nah, I'm being stubborn about it, I'm gonna stay. It's actually brought up by Jacob in our little group chat was a very good one. And it it kind of can be at times hard to see the, the blurred lines between the two parks, between Joe's Park and between um, Carol's Park. Uh, so, yeah, as kind of said, having watched both the shows, it can be very hard for viewers to actually understand and to be able to differentiate between both of Carol and Joe's parks, uh, especially when Joe did start out with good, allegedly with good intention of doing this for the animals and looking at preserving the animals and looking after them uh, and wanting to also educate with the animals. So it obviously he got uh, interested in the financial aspect of all of this, especially when he's in the financial potentials. He was obviously in the end way more focused on the financial opportunities than he ever was by actually the animal welfare. Do you think either of the parks are particularly better than the other in terms of uh, looking after the wildlife and the welfare of the wildlife? I think so. I think what might be part of it is a sort of weird power and corruption part. Because I think in a sense, if you have like, you know, because Americans have big cats as like pets or whatever. I feel like it's mm-hmm. something that's part of like, I've got a lot of money, like the drug lord guy. I've got a lot of money. I'll just have some pet tigers or whatever. So <laughs> I don't know if it just all went to his head because he seems like an egotistical person anyway. And so it doesn't really matter about, he seems to really care just about himself and everything. Uh, so I probably would have think it's been quite a lot to do with his ego. But I think Carol's um, sanctuary... I think he went about it the wrong way in that he could easily get money if he just kind of adapted a similar strategy to Carol because she makes enough money to support the cats through, you know, donations and things. It, he just sort of made videos about hating Carol and not really about, hey, help me out with my, like, zoo. <laughs> 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 just, I'm just going to kill Carol. It's, that's That was his focus, really. Yeah, in the end. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Oh. And then now apparently he doesn't care about it anymore. And I was like, what's well, the wrong time to say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you, do, you, do you think that, like, in that scene where he pretty much hands over all that information to Peter, an organisation such as that, mm-hmm. do you think that was... Do you personally feel that that was purely down to, you know, him trying to reduce his sentence? 
Definitely, yeah. Well, it's probably also to spite because of, you know, Jeff Lowe and everybody. I think he just wants yeah. to get back at everyone that did him in to get him in prison in the first place, I suppose, and to try and get himself out, like you're saying, because he doesn't want to be in there for however many years they've put him away for. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, just quickly before we uh, let you escape, right. guys, have you got any further questions for our fantastic guests? <laughs> Would you have liked to have met Joe? <laughs> There's like a weird morbid <laughs> curiosity as to how he, you know, he's larger than life kind of people, I suppose. They're kind of like almost not real, I guess. So there's like a weird curiosity yeah. about what would he be like if you met him, but also I'd be terrified at the same time from the unpredictableness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, sure. If you could see them now, either or, what would you say to them about what, like, literally everything that's happened? It's a good question. Um... Probably just sort of why, like in like direction to Joe, like why would you let it sort of get that bad and trust people you barely know? Like if Jeff Lowe walked into my like my business, I would not fucking trust him as far as I can throw him from that outfit. I'm sorry, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who he thinks he is. He's wearing an outfit that was like popular in the '90s, early 2000s, but still wearing it. Um, I think he was too trusting. Just like, why are you so trust overly trusting people you barely know? And with Carol, it would sort of just be like, I'd probably say pay more attention to the interns because I did feel like you weren't really appreciated there in the way that, you, you know, you'd think you would going away. Well, I mean, not all of them were from the UK, but people travel far and wide to go there. It, it kind of sucks to not really be noticed, I suppose. thank you very much it's alright so guys what do you all think then Uh... go for Jacob first since he's just seen it so fresh and it's just be so fresh in his mind (laughs) what do I think of it what do I think (laughs) fucking nuts (laughs) (laughs) it's the only way you can describe it really isn't it like in some sense you watch it and like you're watching it Part of it don't make sense. Other parts, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And then you've got someone, and then all of a sudden it's all about meth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's just all about meth. <laughs> you know, that, that is like one thing, how it's just a cascade of just shit. It, 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 it literally, when you think, oh, it can't get much worse than this, it just it gets do, worse. It does. It's like, it's like breaking Every bad, but it's breaking tiger. Some shit like that. Yeah. And something that our guest mentioned uh, about Jeff Laws and his outfit, I was really wanted to mention that because he looks like such a dumbass constantly. Like he's, I, I often see pictures of him on Facebook, and I don't know. It, it comes back to what I guess said, saying, "How can you trust him if he just walked into anything? He, he doesn't look like he could run a bath." let alone a zoo. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's, he's just like, out of all of them, I hated Jeff the most. He just is just such a knob. But yeah. Yeah. Matty, what did you think of the show? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to 
I'm going to be brutally honest with all of you gentlemen. Go for it. Um, I physically couldn't sit through the latter half of it. So I've only seen the first half. <gasps> Purely. I, I honestly, man, I, I, I was watching it and I was just like, nah, I can't do this. Um, <laughs> from episode one, I like this is a question I wanted to ask our guest, but I, I was like, it might be a bit shit. But from question, like from the first episode, right, when you see Carol Baskin, she is this wreck. She literally is like crying in nearly every single scene. Mm. And I'm just like, really? You're really going to be like that? Being yeah. like playing the victim. And I just honestly, man. And I think because I know, like, I've seen so many memes circulating the whole thing. And I know enough about it anyway to not have to watch it because everyone knows it's all about her, her, in, in essence, her greed at an early, because was her, her, her ex husband was like, Quite quite substantially older than she was, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So ov- obviously, she um, upon his let's say disappearance, um, she gained quite a lot of wealth from that. She inherited his wealth upon him disappearing, um, and and I don't I don't know, man. I just. Everybody knows the the ins and outs without having to watch it. Yeah, so I was like, I, I'm purely just watching this to to watch something I already know about. Because um, it was so. Don't, don't get me. Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. Like, it's it's one of those where you're sort of looking at it and you you, you find it humorous, given the nature of how they act as these larger than life American personalities. Um, as especially Joe, like who who who's who's the kind of guy who's just like, yeah, you know what, screw it, I'm my own sheriff around here. <laughs> <laughs> this is my town, damn it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, I can't really say much about the show itself, but I was interested enough in the the story of the show to research it in my own way. Mm. I guess awesome. Mm. Yeah, I think to be honest, it's one of those shows where like you start watching, and you're like, "There is no way this can be real." Like, what the yeah. hell? And I do agree with you. Like, there is some like larger than life personalities in there. I think the one thing that I like about it is that it's not all like pre-filmed with the intention of being a show. Like, don't get me wrong. Obviously, like the footage was recorded and going to be used for something later down the line, like is Joe Exotic TV. But yeah. but the the thing I like about it is that it it wasn't like a, an objective from the get-go. Like, they didn't bring a crew on site with intention of filming this series, if you know what I mean. That's what I do like about it. Don't get me wrong, some of it was obviously filmed with intention, but, like, the majority of it was footage from events that had, like, happened... Um, and all like saved and put together, um, which yeah. I, did, I quite enjoyed personally. Um, but I agree, like that. <laughs> it's, 
it's an interesting one. It is. It is. It is an interesting show, but yeah, it's there's there's definitely a comedy value, which I think a lot of us like about it. And you're right, like Carol being how she was on that show. Like, sorry, you you wouldn't be like laughing while talking about your late husband. And also, like the other thing that like makes her look really dodgy is the fact of how she treats his kids as well, like, you know, yeah. don't go talking to the press, like, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. She almost she almost kept her, like, I guess, new family. Um, it's almost like she kept them in, in a cage with the, with the, like, big cats that she was looking after. Yeah. It's almost like she treated them like they were that. Yeah. You know, and though though I can't I can't say either of them are doing the right thing. No. Um, I don't know. I just it's too much dodgy stuff, man. Yeah. See, a bit a bit of what I said to you guys earlier, like when we were doing the questions, um, the the upon disappearance ad- addition to the will was a bit weird and that's why I personally think that there's a small and it is small but I think there's a small possibility that this could all be a life insurance scam oh yeah I'd I'd say I'd say it's probably the likely answer yeah (laughs) Um, because she changed it upon disappearance he just so happened to disappear and then she came into pocket with how many millions? Yeah. And then she was able to basically build up this sanctuary to rival Joe. Um and is is it it's Don the other guy, right? Yeah. Um and then shit, what's what's the um the guy who's got the other pack in Doc Anto. Aye, that one. Um yep. What? That guy, that Doc Antel, what what a what a buffoon. I d I don't know what it is about him. It's just the way he generally talks is just so bizarre. Did you kinda did you kind of feel though that he was relative to the story? Because part of me didn't feel as though he was really relative to it all. Um to to James's point, right, the whole purpose of of what it was was supposed to be like the producer helping Joe to get Joe famous, mm-hmm. and the the catch was, um, I get to film anything and everything I want to, mm-hmm. um, in your park, and so so to that extent, um, I sort of feel like he was relevant in the sense that he was another person doing it to be another opinion um from joe's perspective from joe's perspective yeah mm-hmm. so but i don't know man even that's weird like that i mean they're all obviously weird but yeah i think he was just trying to protect himself a bit more and remain anonymous to be honest yeah, <laughs> it, it didn't his uh, park get raided? His park got raided after, uh, like in uh, December of last year. 
Yeah, I believe it, it did, according to the documentary. Whack. Bloody hell, man. It's like, a, it's like a different world, though, like, keeping exotic animals, though, isn't it? Yeah. No. And how bloody much it costs to run run one as well. So, like, $70,000 just to feed them every month. Yeah. yeah where, do you, where do you get that money every month? Especially when, like, if you're selling, like, cubs for three grand a piece, that's, you still got to sell a hell of a lot of cubs to get that much money. Yeah, you true. Mm-hmm. But I guess also you've got to remember there's the Goodwill trucks from Walmart bringing the meat in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis, was it? Yeah. <sighs> I find it so whack how he just got uh, married after two months. <coughs> and, uh, Travis died as well. Oh, that entire scene where the 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 guy's sitting on the chair, and then the you can just see the bright flash of when Travis died. I was like, "What? I got to rewind this." Yeah, I didn't. I didn't coin on first of all. Well, what do you, do you think? It's kind of weird as well that is Joe Exotic apparently has had about five husbands. Um, the ones that we see in the show are meant to be um, three, four, and five, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But do you find it weird that all the ones that we see in the show were originally straight, and he kind of turned them to uh, in the essence gear? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I suppose like the correct um, again, like not like making full assumptions, but to be, as funny as it is, I honestly think the way it went was, you know, Joe's understood that these people have a need, and ninety nine percent of the time it's drugs. You know, he, he's able to supply it. You know, and it's one of those like transactional: you give me what I want, I give you what you need, kind of thing. If you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I think. I think that's kind of elaborated a bit more on the, like some interviews that the uh, first husband we see on the show has mentioned in some radio interviews um, after the show. Um, so I think that a lot of it is actually him, like a duo actually feeding on their kind of addictions and needs. Mm-hmm. But an- another point that like I never really thought about, but it's actually quite a serious point. Like, okay, admittedly, you know, Carol has become somewhat of a victim to this social media memes and stuff. And again, not to, I'm a bit 50-50 about that because, you know, there's speculation and there's, you know, justified speculation, not that like any harm should be brought to her, but there's that. But also the the other side of it, like the kind of the victims of of this, like this, this documentary like the victims of the documentary, you know, one of them that people don't talk about that you guys just brought up was the campaign manager who witnessed his death. Yeah, yeah. He got no counselling. He didn't get a break. He he got no, no help. That's, that is the the most, like the most shocking thing. When I watched that part, I was like, did I just, did I just watch that right? <laughs> Because they never actually said before, she, like that scene where there was a bright flash, and yeah, that. Oh my god! Especially when you can you can actually see it in his face because he said, "I thought I thought it was just a joke." 
Uh, but it weren't. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. to just literally be sat at work, this guy's playing around, and then next thing you know, that that's... I can't imagine how, you know, and as you kind of see in the follow-up show, you know, it's it's clearly impacted the poor guy, and, you know, that's, that's a real shame. And I hope he gets the help he needs, because, you know... Oh, yeah, definitely. There were some like likable characters. To be honest, I like I like Joe for for quite a while. Yeah. But um you know, he was really likable when he said, I'm as straight as a free dollar bill. Oh sake. Oh, that's getting stolen. <laughs> oh Christ. I, I, I like the bit where he was on John Oliver, like the the, the campaign yeah, yeah. video. Yeah, <laughs> I am gay. <laughs> I refuse to wear a suit. <laughs> I'm broke as shit. <laughs> Got this bitch. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. He's he's for some reason he is a likable character, but yeah. <laughs> Does anyone have anything further to add regarding the documentary? Who was who was correct? Who, as as in, who who in your guys' opinions went around the like? Ignore the fact that the whole murder for hire thing, right? Ignore that, right? Mm. But who was correct in terms of how that their setup was? Because um, it, it's it's ultimately like the the whole debate with the immovable object meets the uh, unrelenting force type thing. Mm. Um, because in in a sense, Joe was like protecting them over there. Yes, he was obviously doing captive breeding programs and whatnot, and therefore, as a result, it's it's technically like selective as well. Um, but in in his original thing, it's all like James said, it was to protect the the big cats. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or was Carol right about him? Was he, uh, you know, was he wrong? Was he keeping them like prisoner? Um, what do you think? That's a really good question, Jacob. What do you think? Um, it's a hard one because I I do agree that I think it all started off. Um, where he did care for them and everything like that. But as we know, when people get power and people get money and, and things like that, it can change people. And like, we've seen it before, um, even in management roles and stuff like that in our own workplaces and things. Um, it, it, it's a hard one to say regarding the setup and things because obviously Joe's path kind of thing was a lot bigger than what, it seems as though Carol Baskins was. Um, you don't see much of the park of that, it, I can't remember his name, but that doc or whatever you call him. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then there's there's a part of the part of the series where Joe's talking about the, the chimpanzees and when they get rescued, they hugged each other and, he's, and he says something about... Um, having them be detached or like separate or something like that. And he agrees 
um, regarding the welfare of the chimpanzees that it wasn't great or something. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I don't, it's a really hard one to kind of answer, to be honest with you. Like, to say, like, this person was better than that person because they're, they're both bad in their own right, in my eyes, of animal yep. welfare and animal care and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. They're, they're definitely they're definitely both yeah. profiteers. Yeah. Um. One one of the things that gets me is, um, Carol, obviously did it in such a way where she could get away with what she was doing. By which I mean, instead of calling it like a private zoo, she called it like a sanctuary. Yeah. And and to, to me, if if you're gonna be like this is a sanctuary, um, you 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 shouldn't really be like charging people mm. hundreds because I can't remember was it was it like she she said that she she, she they could go up to like six fifty right some yeah, some around there for for like the different packages and stuff well different packages in a sanctuary she's ultimately doing the same thing she's just dlcs yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) you know it's like it's just been kept differently um just just one thing as well i know this might sound a bit like out of the box and things like that but you know the scene where the talking and her and her husband now have like the tiger sort of hat things on and then they kiss each other and then look back at the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, do you not think that that kind of, like, it kind of looked a bit cultish? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, ev- ev- everything that she she did in that TV programme that I saw just felt like a big marketing scheme from the whole, like, yo, here's, here's what we're going to do today. We're gonna like have have. I I always wear these like animal prints. Everything yeah. is animal print, you know. And and it's just an, another way of further marketing the fact that you're telling everybody I'm protecting my animals or animals or whatever. Um, but like an, another question to sort of follow up on that, because um, she she obviously was all about closing these private things down to protect the welfare of the tigers, right? That was her remit. That was like what she was to the, to everyone else. That's what she was aiming for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Right. Um, if, if Joe say was to play ball and released them, would, would that be fair on those tigers? Really? Because, Here's one thing I always thought, right? They've been bred to be surrounded by humans all their life. If we sent them, say, to Africa or India or wherever, um, where there is literally no policing welfare, mm. um, would would they would their survival be? You know, would would they survive in that natural habitat given what they've done? Like they've been brought and raised to be a tourist attraction, as shit as it sounds. Mm-hmm. So is it is it not 
therefore more inhumane to send them back. The, it's a good argument that, in all honesty, because there's there's two flips of the coin in that sense, isn't there? Because one is that you can clearly tell that they're not getting the treatment that they need in the zoo. Oh yeah, yeah, they got neglected. Yeah. That's 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 not. You, can't, you, can't, you couldn't hide that. He, he, but you know, it's right what you're saying as well. Because they've been raised around people all the life and things like that, they haven't built up. The, the way of hunting or being in like a sort of pack where it is in a natural kind of environment and things. So realistically, instead of becoming, um, what is it like? I don't know what the, the pre, is it predators or the alphas or whatever. They are literally becoming the prey because they don't really know how to defend themselves. If, um, I mean, I mean, I sort of agree with the, the point. I mean, all all animals like that have a, a natural mm. instinct to kill. I mean, look, the guy got his yeah, arm ripped no, off. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, they they do have that kill switch. But I mean, to my to my point, I guess would say you know because there's there's a lot of trouble with hunters over there who are literally hunting them for for their fur, for their teeth, for whatever. Um. I would just be a bit more concerned with them if they've been in captivity most of their life and they get freed. If they were to see someone who is hunting them, they're more likely to probably just like run over and be like, oh shit, this is familiar, which is like endangering them yeah. more. Yeah. Do you not think? No, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. What about you guys who haven't spoken? <laughs> just having a good old listen in there. I'm this, just enjoying, take, take enjoying this as our the ride. philosophical corner. It it is. It does touch on that definitely. Um. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's that's exactly it. Like the, the closing Joe's Park would mean all the animals going to, assumably, either the wild or Carol San- uh, Carol Baskin's sanctuary. Um. I, I, touching back on um, Jacob's POV, I actually agree. Like, although it's hard to say who who trekked them better, it looked to me like Joe had bigger cages than what Carol had. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you either put them in her smaller cages, unless she expands, or in back in the wild. But personally, I think the likely answer would have to be in Carol's sanctuary. But would that be, you know, the answer? Who knows? Or, or the third option, instead of shutting Joe's park down, Carol takes over his park as well, also classes it as another sanctuary, and makes more profit from his park as well as the sanctuary she already has. Like, there's there's no definitively correct answer to this, obviously, but it just seems like no matter what you think about as the best outcome, it just, is it really the best outcome for them? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I wonder how they are coping uh, nowadays with the virus. Obviously, nobody can go to the park, so who's uh, keeping the lions fed? That's a good point. That's a good point. Who is keeping the lions fed? (laughs) Hmm. And I wonder how like Jeff Law's getting on with the new park because they were moving, weren't they? 
in Fackerville, Oklahoma. Yeah. Mm. That's it. Probably stopped, but there's my uh, philosophical input on our topic. Thank you very much, buddy. Oh, that, that's all right. My connection, like, yeah. suddenly my Wi-Fi just went off and then back on again. There's, there's words of wisdom. Make sure that your bloody connection is good when you're doing podcasts. Wow. 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 Invest in good broadband, <laughs> people. Oh, I've been wowed. Me too. I have been wowed. No problem. No problem. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, yeah, thank you. And and we've had our first guest on the show. I know. Thank you very much. Many guest. Yes, indeed. So I have been your host, James. I've been joined by Matty. Yes, you have. I've also been joined by John. Nice. And yes. I've also been joined by Jacob, who is next uh, hey. week's podcast host. Oh, yeah. 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 